Hey, Pastor John, how's it going? I'm good. And yourself, Mike? Oh, not too bad. And thank you for everybody that is tuning in to the very first installment of the Springfield UBF Bible Study Podcast. We're super ecstatic to have you guys out here with us and uh, just to go over the Word of God with you and kind of give you some uh things to live by and just what we were what we've been studying here in Springfield John so uh today you talked about extravagant love in your sermon and I really think that the congregation was moved as well as I know myself was moved just by what Mary did and how she tried to give her best to Jesus yeah yeah it's a great passage uh definitely one of my favorites and I think Mary's a great example about how we can love the Lord with our hearts, our whole hearts, and uh, it's a it's a good example uh, for us as believers. So, all right, we're not going to waste any more time. We're going to get right into it. I'm going to read the passage first. If you guys are ready, grab your Bibles, get your Bibles out with us, and we're looking at uh, John chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. So, six days before the Passover, Jesus therefore came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those reclining with him at table. Mary therefore took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, he who was about to betray him, said, Why was this ointment not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and having charge of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Jesus said, leave her alone so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. For the poor you always have with you, but you do not always have me. Man, Lord, a blessing to the reading of his word. So um, just a couple of notes that I that I took um, in, in, the, in the beginning of the sermon, you really were trying to push forward how can we give jesus our best yeah um because you know if we look at what mary offered um it says here in verse three it was it was something called pure nard and and uh you know obviously we don't see that today in our society but this was a very uh high and expensive high-end and expensive item back then and it said it was about 300 denarii in verse five and that was that each denarii was a day's wages. Probably this was around thirty, forty thousand dollars a today. So uh, Mary was giving something that was really her treasure, or what was very valuable to her. I, I like I like the fact you say she was giving her treasure, um, and I think that it, it was really, really um, eye opening that. She didn't care about the cost, I don't think, of the nard. I mean, obviously, you see Judas Iscariot point out the fact that it was really worth, you know, uh, uh, so much in wages. Um, and it was very expensive, right? Yeah. And um, I didn't say this in the sermon, but uh, something like this was only use, usually used for a wedding. So uh, usually a women during this time uh, would carry a perfume like this of such value and a value in something like alabaster and you know they had to it was uh, for one time use so if you broke it you had to use it all so you only used it for like a special occasion like a wedding so in a way Mary was really giving her up her marriage to Jesus so I think uh, every woman you know her her dream is uh, the day when she gets married and, and to use this 
not for that, but for for this moment to just thank Jesus before he before he was going to die and go to the cross was was such a beautiful sacrifice. And I think you just touched on my next point. So I I thought about uh, the fact that they're actually throwing Jesus a party, a lavish party after. He does the miracle of raising Lazarus from the dead, which is what we studied last week. So this party is taking place, but Jesus is filled with great sadness in the midst of a party. And I just think that that's so weird. Why was he filled with this sadness? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, anyone who's going to face death and, and not just death, but in the most painful and grueling way through through the cross, uh, anyone would be sorrowful at this moment. But uh, I think that's why he also found Mary's gift uh, so comforting because of the timing of in which she was doing this. Maybe she didn't really know, but uh, you know, as he said, he was doing this. He was she was doing this in preparing preparing um, him for his burial. So, so again, that again, that's why it's so touching as as well. Yeah, I I, I couldn't imagine knowing that the exact day time moment and how you're going to die and all that you're going to have to suffer even before you die you know most people these days don't die in agonizing pain i mean it's one breath you're gone in a second but jesus knew ahead of time all that he would have to suffer beforehand then go die in agonizing grueling death on the cross so i mean obviously you could see why he was you know so very deeply saddened but how I mean, I, I, I don't know, Pastor John, maybe maybe you can explain it better. But I had to feel like maybe Jesus was touched by Mary's extravagant gift. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, I think Jesus looked into Mary's heart. And uh, as I, I mentioned in the sermon, uh, what she did was very unconventional. Uh, you know, like I said, revealing your hair back then in Jewish society was just uh, very taboo. You just didn't uh, like today in the Middle East. Uh, women will cover their heads. Uh, Muslim women will wear a hijab, and but she takes out her hair like a dirty, like a rag to wash his dirty feet. Um, I don't think many people understood what she was doing, but again, that's Jesus was sh- showing what he cares most about, and w- which was our hearts and. I think she was pouring the, all this. Uh, all these acts were an expression of the heart. So while Judas, on the other hand, is the contrast, he seems smart. He 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 gives this reply of let's use the money for the poor. Uh, outwardly, he looks good. He's been following Jesus for three years, but actually, his heart was in the wrong place. While Mary, you know what she does seems so out of the norm, but her heart was really in the right place. And, and so this really shows the kind of heart of worship we need to have. Really, really, it's all about the heart. And we know that that's what Jesus searches. I mean, he says it constantly, constantly in his word, you know, that he searches the heart and the heart of the, of the true man is the one, you know, that shall see Christ. Um, I believe that uh, going through the motions on a Sunday and uh, really really just coming like because you know i mean it's easy to just come to church and to you know uh sing the songs hear the sermon you know and everything like that and going about your week you know but i mean i was i was talking to my fiance the other day and i was telling her you know people do that all the time and go right back out into the world and start right back sinning i mean you know it's 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 pretty common but Truly, God knows who his who his people are, who his sheep are, because he knows their heart. And I think he searches the heart. And I think that 
through the heart is where your true worship comes from. So you see the, the, the parallel comparison between Mary's worship and Judas's, you know, suggestion. And, you know, like you said, <clears throat> on the on the surface level, it sounds great when Jesus says, well, that money could have been used to, you know, feed or help the poor. But we all know it, it said it in the word that, you know, he obviously was taking that money and helping himself to the bag whenever he wanted to. So, you know, did, did, can you go into a little detail about the contrast in sure. Mary's heart versus Judas? Sure, sure. I, I was just going to also say, uh, I think it's a good lesson, especially for us who do ministry, because, you know, Mike, you you uh, are in charge of the worship, the music, and you also preach and I preach and there's so much we do uh, each Sunday to get ready for church. I think sometimes we can get uh, dulled or jaded or yeah. feel like we're going through routine. But I, th- I think uh, just seeing Judas's example, uh, how he was a disciple for so long and uh, how we got to really check our hearts uh, sometimes when we, we, when we make it here each Sunday or to Bible study, that it do- it's not a routine that we're doing it out of our love for Jesus. So so I think uh, it's refreshing. It's just beautiful and uh, heart-moving what, what Mary can teach us uh, about, about ministry, doing ministry in the right way and the right motives uh, and so on. I think, I think that uh, basically to sum it all up, this sermon was basically just talking about uh, Mary giving her all and giving her very best. And I think that, you know, I like that in the sermon, you encourage the students to give their all and give their best. But this isn't just a sermon for students. It's a sermon for us all. You know, it's like you said, even us that actually come and serve every week, you know, we it's up to us to also make sure that we're giving our best, you know, every week that we're putting our best foot forward. And it doesn't become something where it's stagnant or you're just doing it for because because it's what you do every Sunday. You're not waking up and going to church because it's what you do every Sunday, but it's out of your love and out of the out of the appreciation for Jesus Christ and what he did for us on the cross. So just like Mary gave her best, it's up to us to give our best. That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, for her, it was the perfume that was her treasure. But <clears throat> for us, we got to just think about well, what is your treasure? What is your uh, most uh, what is your uh, thing that you value that you can lay down for Christ? Uh, I think it can be your time. It could be your money. It could be your talents. Everybody has something they can offer at the foot of uh, of Christ at the cross. So, well, what 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 do you think your your treasure is, John? I know you shared it in, in your in your sermon. Sure, sure. Uh, definitely, my time is is something I I need to always remind myself to give to the Lord. You know, I've got five kids and I work full time as a physician, so uh, I can always make the excuse that I don't have time for God, but um, but in the busyness of life, uh, that's that moment with him is is something that he values from us and we should value from him because, um, you know, in light of eternity, actually our life is so short in this world. So, uh, so spending every moment and second with him is so valuable, whether it's through prayer, reading the Bible, uh, you know, um, worshiping him each Sunday and so on. Yeah, I think I, I, I love it in the fact that um, you humanize it and you make it, you know, obviously we don't, a lot of us aren't rich and we don't have the money for NARD, you know, or anything like that. But our time is something that's practical. 
that every day we can make sure we give God. We give him that time in our word. We give him that time where we're reading the Bible. We give him that time, you know, where we are really trying to get in tune and listen to his voice and, you know, have that time with him. And that's really all he wants from us. It really, at, at the end of the day, is our time. And I like that you said in the sermon that Mary shows us our love for Jesus should cost us something. I think that was one of the most powerful statements you made in the sermon because a <laughs> lot of students don't necessarily, a lot of people just in general don't necessarily always think about that, the fact that, you know, it should cost us something, you know. if it, I mean, it, it, he paid the ultimate price for us, you know, and I think that we should be able to give back and, you know, it, it's going to cost us maybe not watching TV as much or not always hanging out with friends, but taking the time to really make that sacrifice to spend time with him. That's right. And uh, I think also what's important to note or, or do when we make those sacrifices is that, you know, I don't think Mary was calculating the cost of what she was doing. It was just simply out of her love. Yep. So, you know, if we're doing making sacrifices, but we're tallying it up and, and saying, oh, I gave up this much time eat this week, so next week I'm going to give less or... You know, I served uh, this this uh, this uh, Bible study or this church service. So, you know, I, I've done a lot for the Lord, but that's not what he wants. He wants us to do it out from the heart. So that that's also very crucial to remember. I agree. I agree. Well, Pastor John, do you have any closing remarks that you want to give to the students and the listeners out there? Uh, I, no, not really. I think uh, I think you've summed it up pretty well. And uh, uh, yeah, thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. No problem. Can we say a prayer really quick with, sure, the, sure. with, with everybody that's listening? If you could just give us a moment. Pastor John, go ahead. Okay. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this uh, opportunity just to reflect on your word and the message that was spoken Sunday. Uh, Lord, I pray that we may learn from Mary's example about how we can um, uh, really give you, you our hearts and Lay down our treasure for you and help us to um, uh, use each day, every moment of our life, uh, drawing closer to you and value a relationship with you uh, as the most precious thing. Um, and I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Well, thank you again, Pastor John, for sitting down with me for a couple moments and just being able to go over the sermon and rehash everything and everybody that took the time to uh, listen, we appreciate you. We hope that you guys come back next week. We're going to have another installment of this uh, Bible study series and um, another sermon. And uh, keep listening and keep serving and giving God your best. All right, guys, be blessed.